morning. All right, let's begin today. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you show mercy to your people in all their troubles. Grant us always to recognize your goodness, give thanks for your compassion, and praise your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Sunday is from Ruth chapter 1. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a man of Bethlehem and Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem and Judah. They went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died, and she was left with her two sons. These took Moabite wives. The name of the one was Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. They lived there about ten years, and both Malon and Kilian died, so that the, women, the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she was with her two daughters-in-law, and they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each of, your, each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, No, we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Have I yet sons in my womb, that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband this night, and should bear sons, would you therefore wait till they were grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is exceedingly bitter to me for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. And she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried." May the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. So the two of them went out until they came to Bethlehem. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle lesson is taken from Second Timothy chapter 2. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. 
remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy, for if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the Gospel is from Luke chapter 17. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, there was an article in the um, Logia Journal, which I finally found. Oh, about, yeah, good. About, um, I think it was about 15 years ago that said that people were prone to treat church like, uh, like a vending machine. And uh, the church is just a place where you go to need to get a quick fix over something, like a vending machine. You put your money into it, you hit the button for a quick baptism, or uh, 15 minutes, or 15 years later, not 15, about 10 years later, then you hit it for confirmation, and then about another 10 or 15 years, you hit the vending machine for a marriage, and then, of course, the last button on the vending machine is for the funeral. Um, Hatch, match, and dispatch is what they call it. Um, but we could take that illustration maybe a little bit farther. We want to treat Jesus like we treat um, our food, fast and cheap with no commitment. And, uh, yeah, we'll take number one for a baptism, but hold the church attendance and, and uh, all that stuff about teaching my, my kids the Christian faith. Or I'll take the wedding, but I don't want any of that stuff about Jesus in the wedding. Or... Um, you know, we just want it easy that way. Well, one of the ten lepers in our story today, um, well, I should say all of the lepers asked for mercy, right? Because they had this condition called leprosy, which was, was killing them. And um, nine of them really sort of wanted to drive through Jesus. They wanted that quick fix, and they, and they went off and, and uh, never came back to give thanks except for that one leper. Um, we all have a condition that is even worse than leprosy. We can't see it. Um, it's called, the Latin phrase is concupiscence. It's those, that, that original sin, that evil desires that are in with, with, with all of us. And we need, uh, we need a healer, we need Jesus. And that's why we come to church, uh, to confess our sins, receive forgiveness, receive his, the balm of his healing medicine, which is his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. One of the things I want to pick up on in this is um, Jesus at the end of that text, and, and this isn't perhaps the greatest translation. Um, Rise and go your way, your faith has made you well. How about if we would translate that, rise, let's go. That 
we don't leave Jesus behind, but he's with us all the way with his gifts and his spirit. And that's why one of the things we do, even when we sit down at the dinner table, is we pray, come Lord Jesus, be our guest, that we walk with him in every aspect of life and, and not treat him like, like that vending machine sort of God where you push what you want and then want no commitment. Paul talks about walking in the spirit, right? And, and leaving behind the things of the past. And, and then he gives that whole list uh, of um, the fruits of the spirit, gentleness, love, self-control, and all of that that we get with Jesus. And so he doesn't want us to treat him like a, a vending machine, but to always um, go to the place where we find that healing and that rest and that balm. So just a few thoughts to unpack. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, the, with a vending machine, notice that when you, um, with a vending machine, you put something in and you expect something right. out. And then you choose mm. what you want as far as, and, and because you, you're in charge. You're, the authority lies with you. But with, with God and Christ, right? It's, it's not that way at all. He created us. He redeemed us. And he doesn't give us often what we want, but mm-hmm. what we need. And his love for us isn't uh, to do something for us with something ex- in expectation in return. But his love for us is to be there come what may. Um, and if you think about that in terms of marriage and if I have a wedding tonight that I'll be uh, uh, officiant at and you know but it's for better for worse for richer for poor for poor and sickness and health it's it's a, a commitment and you see the commitment even in to Ruth. the family yeah. in Ruth um, that um, I'll go where you go and um, my God is your God it, it's there's that connection and there's that commitment like mm-hmm. you mentioned and ultimately this comes from the the commitment that God has for us, he's going to be with us come what may. He's not leaving. Right. And even though, um, you know, we we fail to follow through on things all the time, mm-hmm. right? That he, uh, and sometimes um, uh, what he expects out of us, right? he doesn't get, right? But And when he, we stumble and fall on that path, he's always there to pick us up. Pick us up. And even though it costs... It, and, and so he comes not to be served, but to serve, to give his life as a ransom for many. That's what he did in his suffering, death, and, and resurrection. And now he comes among us to serve, to, um, to provide for us um, everything we need, both mm-hmm. for this life and for the life to come. And often we don't know what we need. Yeah, right. right. And, or we pick the very thing that's going to be harmful to us. As I think of a vending yeah. machine, there's stuff in there that's not good for me at all. <laughs> And Skittles? Yeah, Skittles, yeah. yeah Skittles. And, but, but, you know, he gives us, uh, um, you know, this, his body, his blood, for yeah. the forgiveness of our sins, the strength of our faith. And that epistle lesson, how that ends, you know, and maybe I was being a little rough on the, on the other nine, right? And I think mm-hmm. it's easy maybe to beat up on them, but we don't really know the rest of the story there. Um, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So um, it would be interesting to find out what happened to those other nine. Yeah, we'll find out someday. But what's interesting is the the one knows where the yeah. it ultimately comes from, and well, and then Jesus is the true temple. He's the true temple, yeah. and so he knows where to go to, where there's there's life as God created and redeemed it to be, and we we pray that you do too. Yeah, that ultimately it's where we gather in His name where his word is proclaimed and its truth and purity and where he's among us as he has promised 
to serve us with all of the blessings of heaven, to serve us at his table. Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. the hymn of the day for, uh, for Sunday is um, a favorite, I think, of, of many people, and it's um, oh, yeah. now thank we all our God. If you get a chance, uh, read the green sheet. There's a wonderful explanation of Martin Winkert and the life that he lived and what he went through, and then writing this hymn, uh, an expression that I think of, of our thankfulness to God for all that he's done for us. And, and that fits too, doesn't it, with Ruth, because he, he's thankful even though his life is very dif difficult, mm -hmm. he, but he recognizes that um, you know, God is there to bless yeah. eternally. Right. Uh, good. I think we should sing all three. I think that sounds good. Now thank we all our God with hearts and hands and voices who wondrous things has done in whom his world rejoices who from our mother's arms has blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us with ever joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us and keep us in his grace and guide us when perplexed and free us from all ills in this world and the next. All praise and thanks to God, the Father now be given, the Son and Him who reigns with them in highest heaven, the one eternal God, whom earth and heaven adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the community of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Thank you.